Wrestling Podcast. I am one of your hosts this evening, Zach Hilton, and joining us via satellite, via phone, via T-Mobile, I would say, is uh, Mr. Joey Leone. Hey, great to be back, Zach. Yes, I am joining us via uh, Skyping slash phone call. So yeah. we're going real uh, technology, technological uh, advancement. I love it when word? you use big yeah. words. Yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. Uh, It'll be back. It'll be back. Good, good. Like I said, this is Take It Home. You can reach us at Take It Home Pod on Twitter. Uh, if you want to give us a Gmail, it's Take It Home 757 at gmail.com. We have a Facebook, Take It Home, and uh, just interact with us during the week. Usually we'll live tweet the pay per views like we were doing last night. Uh, we put up polls, and we have polls, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Our polls are fantastic. They're the best polls ever. It's the best polls, okay? Unbelievable polls. <laughs> All right, let's just go ahead and get into this bad mamma jamma. We uh, did a preview let's last week. Yeah, we previewed last week Battleground, and last night was WWE Battleground. And um, for me, going into this match, I was like, okay, I, or pay-per-view, excuse me, Um I'm into it. I, I feel like I like the undercard probably a little bit more going into it than last month's pay-per-view. I don't know about you. Yeah, um, I mean, I was, I was actually, when we were talking about it, uh, the preview show, um, I was actually really excited for, for Battleground. And I'm always excited for SmackDown pay-per-views, as we've talked many times before, that um, we both enjoy SmackDown over Raw, usually. Yeah. Um, so I was I was definitely looking at, um, like you said, the, the undercard, um, looks looks pretty awesome, um, and then uh, you know we were not sure about what that man's hair was going to be, uh, but then you know we had a couple of at the, I guess you could say that semi or secondary main event too with AJ and KO looking forward to. So I was I was going and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, same. I was I was definitely interested in the main event, and I would say my uh, my real anticipated match was the U.S. title. So let's just go ahead and start. Um, with the pay-per-view, they kicked it off with the New Day versus um, the Usos for the tag team titles. And, I mean, honestly, for my money, I actually think this was my match of the night starting off with this. Yeah, I mean, uh, and we'll we'll get into that too. Um, I, I actually have to say that this was my match of the night also because of other things that happened throughout the night, and we'll, we'll get to that. Um but yeah, definitely the best way, I think, when you're looking at the card, that was the way to start it anyway. So I'm glad that they did they did uh, have those those guys, those two teams, kick off the pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. I think there were plenty of near falls. There were multiple times in the match where I was like, okay, it's over. And, like, at one point, Xavier Woods died trying to do that uh, jumping elbow into a elbow. Or, I mean, the uh, yeah, switch in music. Oh my God! I really, I was like, okay, so we have a dead man in the ring. Um, yeah, yeah. But for my money, like just the back and forth, and the two teams have great chemistry together. I, I was highly impressed, and I thought it was like how you just said a great way to start the show. Yeah, um, they they definitely have great chemistry. I love those two teams together. Um, they, I, I've never seen them have a bad match together even before the, the brand split. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really entertaining. Um, 
just yeah, just that's my the only thing that I would say as a gripe, and it's really really teeny tiny, is that I just feel that that super kick to the face when he's coming down for the elbow, like that's a death it's a move. super finish. It's a super duper finish. Super duper finish, and there wasn't much um, break after that, and obviously he kicked out. So it just kind of it's obviously it's hard for us as former wrestlers also, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, to stay just uh, taken back as, as a fan. Um, not saying it was a bad match, because obviously I'm taught in my match in that as well. Um, it just kind of, I was like, eh, okay, well, obviously then they need to have something bigger than that for to, to actually end the match. And I just feel like the actual end of the match was not as big as that moment was. I mean, I, I kind of see your point there because if I'm sitting here watching the show and I'm like, okay, he's dead and he's kicking out, that does take away from the actual, the the move itself. Um, and especially, like, the New Day have, they're good guys, obviously, but they have been known to be kind of... Uh, not heelish, but they will use, you know, the third person to their advantage. So it is kind of, yeah. it is kind of weird that maybe if the ref was doing uh, the pin in a, uh, a blind fashion where like Biggie could have pulled Xavier off or Kofi yeah, could have ran, Kofi could have ran in and uh, knocked the pin loose. And, it, and even honestly, just a little bit, of time delay before that, that pinfall, right. then I'd totally be okay with it. Because, yeah, like you said, have that third man. Um, yeah, it was just like, all right, cool, we got Super Xavier. That's what, that's what's up, no big deal. Yeah, I get that. I, and you know what, it's a fair gripe. It, and like you said, it's teeny tiny. It's nothing that was noticeable to the fans, I feel. But, yeah. like, it's, that's just, that's the our particularness. I get that. Correct. Um, then from there, we move on to Shinsuke Nakamura defeating Baron Corbin. And I was looking forward to this match. I wouldn't say it was my most hype, obviously, but I was looking forward to it because of the feud with like them not actually wrestling ever on uh, SmackDown, you know, Corbin constantly coming to uh, interrupt. So I was looking forward to this specifically because I wanted to see in the beginning if they were going to treat it like a wrestling match or a fight. And I was pleasantly like pleased that um, it was a fight. Like, both men just wanted to kick the crap out of each other. Yeah, like we said in the, in the preview, um, I, this was this was the one that I was very interested in to see what they were going to do. Um, and uh, I was also pleasantly surprised with how everything went down. And I'm actually, when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, I, was, I, I literally said, self, uh, neither of these guys can lose this match, really. Right, like, right. By... by, by um, by a decision. So when um, he, when Corbin low blowed him, um, I was like, "That's that's a perfect, that's perfect way to have this have this continue." Um, so yeah, I I really enjoyed what they did. Um, like we said in the preview show, wasn't sure what we we're gonna do or what they were gonna do and how they're gonna go about it, but they made it a fight like they needed it to do. Um, so yeah, I was I was happy with that. And I agree with you. I think it needed to be a disqualification because this is technically the first of. Uh, obviously their feuds continuing so right, right. like we're going to get a stipulation match but yes it it would be kind of dumb to like have uh corbin lose clean right after winning the money in the bank like 
if your plan is to make Corbin look like a future main eventer, we got to keep the kid strong. And Nakamura, in the same effect, like, he, to me, will be the face of SmackDown. So, like, mm-hmm. we can't have him lose. And when you guys, hopefully they take it to SummerSlam. I believe they'll have a SummerSlam rematch. I think they'll do more because, to me, the match, you know, they kept it simple to figure each other out. But by the next one, I think we're going to really dive deep into what these two can do. Yeah, I'll, I'll take back off that. Um, not that, again, not that it was bad. Um, they kept it simple. It was a fight. Um, I did feel like, kind of on that note where obviously it's continuing that, they were holding back a little bit, not really throwing a whole lot of things out there because they knew it was going to be continuing. Right. Um, that's that's kind of how I felt, but... Um, you know, maybe we, we have a stipulation for the money in the bank. We've seen that in the past. Right. So maybe we have something like that. Um, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward. I'm still into that that feud because I want to see what, when they're both on and going, like, throwing everything out, I want to see, I definitely want to see that match. Yeah, I definitely want to see it. I, and, you know, like you said, they have put up the money in the bank before, and I think that'd be a nice little stipulation, especially if, like, next time the briefcase is used so Corbin could cheat to win, because that's believable. Right. That doesn't hurt Nakamura to cheat to win. But um, right. if if they don't, or if they do, um, what kind of match would you want? Like, street fight? Uh, Are we talking about SummerSlam? Yeah, let's pretend they're going to have a rematch at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. What what kind of match do you think it will be? Uh, I mean, I I would bet uh, the match that I would imagine they're going to go with is probably like a street fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems um, fair. What I would like to see um, is, is something along the lines of maybe um, – could do a last man standing um, or even something we haven't seen in a while. Um, if, if Corbin starts to use, say he uses the briefcase or whatever to, to cheat, um, something like a strap match or something, keep him close, something right. like that. Uh, right. Something we haven't seen in a while. Um, but more than likely, I would say probably a street fight is what we get. Yeah, since they are pulling off, like, you know, they they obviously can't do anything by the rules, it does seem like no no disqualification or a street fight. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll pick you back on that as well. I think that's a fair assessment, uh, for a match. Um, so going from there, we got Natalia defeating Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Lana, and Tamina, uh, for the number one contendership to go to SummerSlam to face the SmackDown, uh, women's champion. Two things out of this, for some reason, in my mind, I thought Naomi had a, or yeah, uh, Naomi had a match. At this I did too, actually. Like, yeah, I was I wrong? I thought she was just going to rematch against Lana. Yeah, I, I, I was totally confused about that too when she came out. I, that's what, that's what I had had thought as well. Um, so you're not, you're not wrong because I okay, thought that too. Good, but good, maybe, good. maybe that was just confused on the whole when they had everybody in the room with Shane and then he made right. the five way thing, right? But, I, I mean, it is what it is. It it, it worked out. Um, I think the match was actually a little more solid than I thought going into it. Because, like we said before, I mean, you're just putting every single woman in one damn match. Like, it's, it, 
sometimes it's going to get clustery, especially coming off Money in the Bank, which was already a multi-woman match. I mean, yeah. how many times are we going to get this? Yeah, um, yeah. I think it. I think it ended well. Um, I felt he was a little choppy in in the beginning. Right. Um, more so of every time that Lana was in the ring. Oh, I felt of course. That's when it was kind of kind of just meh. Well, maybe um, that's what they did. Maybe they put Lana in this match because they realized she's not ready for that step with Naomi, and they didn't want another Scott Steiner situation. <laughs> yeah, get my bags. Get my um, bags. But I, I think it, I think it did end well, um, and and I like how it like a quick quick eliminations, and then all of a sudden it was down to Natalia. Yeah. Um, excuse me. So yeah, it's, I, I like the match. It was, it was good. Like I said, it was a little choppy in the beginning, but I thought it ended well. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that um, even though Natalia, of course, we know has been around for a long time, but she's never really been a focus. So. I'm really I'm into that. I'm I, into it. I think I mean I'm I'm happy for Natalia because I do think she needs that push and I think she is perfect to go against Naomi in their biggest like second biggest show because I feel mm-hmm. like for my money like Naomi's a good worker. I think she's definitely progressing as she goes. Of course she you know needs a little more guidance, but I think Natalia is the perfect one to bring that out in her maybe. Um, I'll agree. Yeah. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this match. And also, as a side note, because I didn't realize it until watching the last SmackDown. Holy crap! I'm in love with Naomi's glitter um, title. <laughs> it's so great. It really just uh, yeah. It's it's so great. Just like everybody else um, that had something special like that had their own title. Obviously, John Cena's glitter belt. Um, mm-hmm. We're we're looking at you. Um, to have that glow, uh, it it changes color. Oh, you yeah. know, it changes colors too. So I was like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was really wicked, and it's really neat for her. I think it continues to like bring on, um, like brings more to her character than than like I'm trying. I'm losing my thought. Um, well, it gives it gives her other than just saying "feel the glow." It's just a word of saying "glow." It actually brings her her thing to life. Right. And you know what? This is what it really it makes her feel important. That's what I'm trying to. Go. I guess I guess she seems important now. She seems like a main eventer, like almost like she is currently the face of the women's division. And like you could send her out and do promotion, and I would believe why you sent her yeah and she did she was good on commentary too i felt like she was real quick with her responses oh yeah everything made sense and it wasn't like a uh like stumbling through trying to you know uh get something out there i i feel like she's like you said progressing really well as well very much so very much oh, and you're absolutely right her on commentary she did great because she sold every woman in that match up to natalia and like everything was great um, um so now now hopefully that we just get that. I mean, with Raw and SmackDown on SummerSlam, of course, again, like we say, we have eight hour and forty five minute show. Right. Uh, there's bound to be. There's that one of them is definitely going to have all the women involved. So I hope we at least get just SmackDown, Naomi versus Natalia, and then if Raw wants to do a big multi woman, so be it. But right. please, one of the shows just have a one on one, and not have the rest. Hundred percent. You know what I mean. Hundred percent agree with you. 
Okay, from there, we go into the match we were both looking forward to most. Uh, Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles for the United States Championship. So go ahead. I want your thoughts first on this one. Um, so like I said, I was really looking forward to that. Um, like we talked about last week, um, would really love to see that MSG uh, show, right. WWE Network. That'd be great. Um, so yeah, I mean, AJ versus Kevin Owens, you're not going to have a bad match. Uh, and I feel like the entire match, I was totally in. And we were having an awesome match. Um, I, I'll just go right into the end of it. And I was just very... It, it shocked me because we went from uh, the cast pressure into the cross face move, and then he rolled him up, and, it, and that was it. Yeah, I so, I think the match I itself. Was, what? Go ahead. Oh, say like what? <laughs> I what? There that came out of nowhere. Which hey, I mean, good on them um, for doing it that way. It definitely took me by surprise. I'm sure it took a lot of other people's surprise. Um, the only thing with, and maybe they're going to that, um, with the, the camera angle that they showed, his shoulder was way up, not even down. Yeah. So maybe maybe they go somewhere with, with that whole uh, whole angle. Um, but uh, throwing AJ into the ref was kind of a uh, holy F moment as well. Like, damn, yeah, that ref rocking. got extra money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He got but, extra um, bump th- money. Those, th- those are my thoughts. I was just... Um, it surprised me of, of how it ended. Yeah, I I get that. I I was I was just like you. I think it's solid. It's a very solid match. And then when you get to the end, almost like the sales are deflated because yeah. Well, just yeah. like I I and I get exactly. It, it took two times for me to really understand it because I watched it. And then, like, after I was done watching it, I felt like, wow, why why don't I think this match, why don't I think this match is as classic as I wanted it? And with the ref bump, and maybe, like, you know how WWE is. They love producing their soap opera. That's how they like to portray it. And I don't feel they gave enough emphasis on the ref bump because it's clear that what they're going for is the ref was wonky, so when he counted the pin, he didn't realize AJ's shoulders were up. Yeah. And I get that that's what you're going for, but it really did not fit with the dynamic of the match. And then even on top of that, like... I've seen that move done uh, a bunch of times, just like the way they did it. And for my money, you treat that as like a kickout moment. Like, okay, he's trying to get out of the submission, so AJ's forced to kick out. AJ would have known Kevin Owens wasn't the one being pinned. Like, Kevin's right. yeah, Kevin's shoulders weren't down. So when he's here in the count, he would have let go. So for me... It really just kills like everything that they did during the match because that that's to me uh, is a, uh, I'm trying to think of a word like it's just it it doesn't fit the match basically. Yeah, you're right. It's like you said. It's just it's a letdown because the the, the match is really good, and then um, again, like you like you said, I see what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um, so. 
but it just didn't it didn't work. It didn't flow it didn't right. Work for it didn't the go viewing, with it. The viewing audience. Yeah, and I just and I feel like you know what, if you were going to go with a screwball finish, then I would have just done like a um a, a belt shot or something like that. You know. Right. So and even um, and that's the other thing is, like I said, when they showed directly that it, that old boy's shoulder was way up, not even close um, right. to being down. If right. they would have had that different angle and then, hey, you can come back. Oh, well, it looks like his shoulder is up. Yada, yada, yada. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. If, if you're going to go that way, just do another type of DQ or, or something. Or do that belt shot while ref is down. Get that three count. Then it's still, you know, bad guy doing bad things. Right. Exactly. I just feel like we, we, you know, we're both on the same page where it's like, man, these two worked hard for not having a classic. Yeah. Um, from there, let's just move on. Uh, we go to John Cena defeating Rusev in a flag match. Um, for me, going into a flag match, I automatically know I'm not going to think it's classic. And yeah. yep. for both of these men to come back at the same time and to be put in a flag match kind of already stunted my feeling on it. Like, because I love both guys, I think both guys are great workers. Um, but when you do something like this and with the way that the match, like while watching it, I was hundred percent not impressed besides Rusev taking the table AA, like mm-hmm. I just, I thought it was just boring dude for real. Yeah. Well, like I said, um, earlier, um, with Shinsuke and Corbin, I also kind of felt like they were holding back as well. Right. To right. Me, when I was watching, uh, well, except for, I mean, the first move was the bulldog off the top. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, I was like, okay, we're we're, we're jumping into this bad man pajama, right? Um, but yeah, so um, but I I just felt like you know they were holding back is is what I saw. So, uh, but again, going into it, I didn't think that um, I didn't know how I was going to go with with both guys returning, like you said. Um, and obviously John Cena picks up the win. I don't see John Cena ever losing a flag match in WWE. You just not yeah. gonna have that happen. No. So I, I wasn't expecting Rusev to to win. But uh, and like not only that, like even with Cena's work in the match, like it really felt like two thousand five, six, even seven John Cena. Like mm-hmm. I feel like there's at a point where John Cena really like he, he honed in his craft. He's doing it and stuff like that. I just felt, you know what I felt like I watched? I felt like I watched a house show match of John Cena's where it's there like, yeah. okay, we're going, we're going to hit, uh, you know, the big stuff. Um, but I'm not going to have a decent wrestling match. And, you know, it, it like I said, going into it, I was like, I'm not looking forward to this because I don't think they're going to have a classic it just felt like two guys being forced into this handicappish match, and I don't get a good like I don't get a good classic between two guys, especially Rusev, who really needs to like be put over. Really, I mean, honestly, if we're going to have him be a dominating heel on SmackDown, you need to give him a really big win, and I felt like being put in this match, like you said, we knew John was winning. Yeah, and I, I totally agree. I mean, you 
to have Cena come back and then Rusev be and Rusev come back and you just have John Cena versus Rusev in a flag match, like you it's kind of crapping on Rusev coming back and it just kind of brings it back before he even got hurt. He had that huge major heel run. Um, Cena beat him at WrestleMania and then which was fine then, but um, you know, he just kinda goes back down to to where he was. There was no elevation of of Rusev and that was really his first match on SmackDown. Well, I guess he's had some TV. He had that tag match where, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Like he just came back. So right, and that's um, what I'm saying is like this is a big moment for both of them. John Cena is not going to be hurt by a loss, especially if you did some bad guy doing bad guy things pin. Right. But when you put him, when you forcefully put him in a flag versus flag match right after Independence Day, I think we all know who's going to get the victory. Yeah, for real. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, it's just, it, it, it's pretty, it's pretty written already. Pretty much. But, um, you know, that was that match. I think really, honestly, that match is the only real clunker in my mind of on the pay-per-view. Like, like I said, like AJ and Owens, the ending, like stunk the bed, but like, at least I got a decent match out of them where I feel like this entire match was just like, okay, can't wait to just get past this. Yeah. Uh, just, let's get to, let's get to SummerSlam. Right. To SummerSlam. Exactly. Okay. From there yeah, we go right. on to uh Sami Zayn defeating Mike Canales. Um, I, I, I enjoyed their SmackDown match and I enjoyed the ending and I'm, and I was excited to find out that this match was going to be on the pay-per-view and to be perfectly honest, it was perfectly placed on the show too, because it was only like a 10, 12 minute match and you know, Sammy got the showcase in this one a little bit more than he did on their SmackDown match, which I think is good because we need to have a little pump up after that little crap fest I just watched. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed, the, you know, Maria trying to do the same thing like she did last time. It gets Sammy a win, so I feel like both men have their, you know, their single wins, and they'll have a rematch, and maybe it'll go into SummerSlam. I doubt, but I, I think for leading up into the main event of this show, like, it was perfect. Yeah, per, uh, I was in perfect placement. Um, what, was it ever, I didn't even know that it was, was it announced before the pay-per-view, or was it like just a late, I, I think I think it's just one of those situations where pay-per-view day they announced that it was going to happen because they never said anything on SmackDown. And in okay, my, I just want to make sure I didn't miss that. Yeah, I, I if they announced it, I missed it as well. But I was like okay. after it, and I was like, okay, there's going to be a rematch on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought it was when it, when it was happening. I was like, okay, cool. Um, I didn't know this was happening, but sweet, I'm I'm into it. Um, like you said, the the SmackDown match I really enjoyed. Um. And then initially, when I first was watching it, when they when Sammy ended up getting the win because he, you know, Maria's doing the same thing, but Sammy's caught on to it, whatever. Um, initially, I was like, oh well, man, Mike Canales just debuted. Does he really need to take that loss? I feel like he should have won. But then when I thought about it, I was like, well, no, like that would make Sammy look real stupid if he fell for that same thing again. So right, um, it, I, I'm I'm glad that um, the way the way it happened. Um, the only thing I don't want to see is just continue flip-flopping of, of wins. Oh, yeah, no. We don't need to go back and forth trading wins. And uh, to be no. honest, I don't think they need to have a long feud. Um, in right. my eyes, I don't think so 
in in my eyes, and maybe we'll save it for the discussion next week, like what do we want for SummerSlam, but I'll go ahead and just say this. I would like a multi-man ladder U.S. title match, and I think both of yep. those guys should be in that match. That'd be great. That'd be a great little uh, little thing to throw into SummerSlam. Exactly. I, would, I would totally be into that. Cool. Um, also, um, before I forget, um, between all these matches, uh, we had another Fandango Tyler Brisket, the Fashion Files. Oh. And I got to be honest, they did great because I, the entire time leading up, I was like, oh crap, it's just going to be the Ascension. And then when they like proved that it's not the Ascension and then they were attacked again, I was like, oh snap, okay, now I'm feeling this. My only thing is I wish they did have a match on the pay-per-view. I wish or that they said who it was. I didn't know it was going to continue. Yeah. Um, well, I guess because, well, didn't they say that to to be, to find out at Battleground, right? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Be, like, le- be the, the end. Yeah, and then it's just going to keep going. I thought that was kind of a little. Yeah. The swerve, the swerve I didn't deserve or need. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, when I felt the same way too. I was when I saw the the shadows of it, I was like, "Oh, it's the Ascension again." All right, um, yeah. And then when it blacks out again, and the best was the Sandego getting dragged yeah. away. That was the best part of it. I love it. <laughs> Blair Witch I, I, style. Yeah, I I love it. I totally love it. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, now I just hope um, I I don't even have any thoughts of who I hope that it is. I. I just hope that they don't drop the ball with it. Whatever it is, just don't drop the ball. Yeah, 100% agree. All right, let's just go ahead and jump into the thing we've been waiting to see, the prison Punjabi match, Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal. Um, I'm going to be honest. You were the guy that was uh, looking forward to Jinder and whatever. I was just looking forward to a clunk fest. So give me your thoughts on this. Well, um, so I actually took the liberty – um, today, so it was, it was post battle, Battlegrounds pre-Javi prison match, but for all of our listeners, I took the liberty of going back and watching the previous two Punjabi prison matches oh, today. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Today. Oh, fuck. So, with that said, um, last night's Punjabi prison match at Battleground, um, I felt um, was decent. I wasn't right. let down. I wasn't like, oh my god, that was awesome, and I wasn't like, oh man, that really sucked. I, I mean, thought it was decent. What? Go for it, Ty. No, I was say it's it was it was okay. It was okay to me. I felt like they um they got they got there and they yes. Yes, they did, did some things. Um I will give it this. It was the most athletic Punjabi prison match 100%. that there's ever been. Hundred percent considering considering we had 500 pound big show and Taker in the first one and oh, then God. Ray Kali and Batista in the second one so oh, um, it was the most athletic one that we've seen um, and yeah I wasn't uh, I wasn't like oh my god that was great and I wasn't like oh my god that sucked I was just right in the middle solid C it was it was fine. I will. I will say this. I'm never. I'm not a. I'm not as brave of a man as you are because you're a real man. But <laughs> I and I'm not going to watch those two again. I know exactly what they were. But I will say <laughs> out of, out of all three, this is definitely the five star version of that match. 
because I'm glad you said five star. Yes. Yes, because if everything else is what it is, then like this one was top notch. I got in match of the universe. Exactly. Oh my god, it was. Because I'll I'll put it this way. Both men did their best with what they had. Um and I felt like I felt definitely into the match. I, there was never a point I was like, God damn, I want this to be over. I was watching both men fight. I was more interested in this fight than Rusev versus John Cena. Um, and then once they got outside the, um, the, you know, the ring and they were on the outer, I enjoyed the fact that they actually did kind of make it seem like that part was dangerous with you know the kendo sticks the steel chairs the hard bumps like i really i really love that then on top of that you have the sing brothers and someone go ahead and just give them a raise because they Seriously, know ex- they take so many risks yes especially and, with randy orton yeah and they know who they are like they know they're like okay we're the guys that are going to have to make the oh shit moments and when yep. my man took the bump off the the prison onto the table and I watched oh him God. flop and die, I was yeah. like, wow, like good for because that match needed that moment. Um, and it, it did. Yeah. And even in the ring or, or, you know, on the other side where, they're, you know, he's taking suplexes on the ground and stuff like that. Like I was I was definitely. I'm behind the Singh brothers being with gender because they're the guys that are going to make genders matches at least be talked about. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I enjoy that fact. And right when Randy Orton looked like he was going to win, the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the, the WWE legend, great Kali comes out and costs Randy the match. So gender can sneakily walk out of this. And to be quite honest, like and every time I say honest on this show, everybody take a shot because I've said forty-seven of them. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to lie; I am good with it because when you thought Prison Punjabi, you thought Great Kali, and not only that, of course, Great Kali is going to help his boy from India win. Like, of course, it just makes sense. So he was in the previous two, so why not the third one? Exactly, he's got to be in the trilogy. Um, I just, I just, I, I was sold on the main event. Like you said, it's not a five star. It's definitely a C match, but it's not a D, E, or F. Like it's, it was what it was. And I, I was entertained while watching. I'll put it that way. And like you said, um, the, the Swing Brothers gave us that main event feel of big moments yeah. as well. Yeah. So, um, and we didn't have to risk, I mean, like you said, let's be honest, what is their place? They're there to, you know, make gender look good and at this point right now help him get wins on stuff. Exactly. So the, the, the mindset, the view is better for them to take the bigger risks than the guys that you actually are using, like Jimmy or like Randy, taking those, taking those bumps. So, 100%. Um, I'm totally with you. Give those guys a raise because, again, old boy – fell from the top of the Punjabi prison onto the table, and the other guy took a bump from there down to the floor, too. Did the same same bump. So, right. like, 
holy crap. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Give these guys a little extra money from the gate. There, yeah, exactly. All right, so that was WWE Battleground 2017. Let's rate this bad boy 1 to 10. 1 being in your house, uh, Crap Fest 95, uh, all the way to WrestleMania 17 being a 10. What would you rate this? Uh, I'm going to go with a solid 8 rating for okay. this pay-per-view. Okay. Um, I, in, for the most part, I enjoyed everything that happened. Of course, those just couple little gripes that I had, but it doesn't take me away from um, crapping all over it. Um, right. It also helps that, again, I love SmackDown brand. So um, with that also said, I will say, again, I felt like some of the matches were holding back a little bit, but um, I still enjoyed it overall, so I'm giving it a solid eight. Nice. I'm going to go just a tad lower than you. I'm going to give it a seven because I think the show as a whole is a solid show. It um, it kept the stories flowing. It gets me interested to watching SmackDown this week. Um, I, the tag team title match was awesome. I loved it. And then, you know, uh, I'm just okay with the show as a whole so i'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven right on all right brother well do you got anything you want to promote before we leave yeah if you uh are in the 757 area i have a uh improv uh 301 class grad show this wednesday uh at 7 p.m at push comedy theater it's only uh five american dollars uh, pushcomedytheater.com for uh, tickets on that. And uh, we'll just say this. It's still in consideration, but I'll probably also be in Improv Again this upcoming Saturday at 10 p.m. And uh, my team will be, uh, let's see, how can I say? We'll be Kung Fu fighting. We will be the Karate Kids, so ooh, to speak. Ooh, so that's it'll be, fun. Uh, it'll be a good old, good old time. So, uh, yeah, if you're in come check it out. Nice. And if you want to catch me, I'll be improving on Granby Street behind the alleyway. Um, yes. It's it's a little lesser. It's only a dollar. And basically, it'll just be me shirtless trying to steal your wallet. But it's improv. Yes. It's improv stealing your wallet. It's improv, baby. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jay, Joe, thank you for uh, doing the show with me this week. And, um, no, if, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Like I said at the beginning of the show, go to Facebook, take it home to listen. You know, we post all the podcasts there. If you want to catch up with all the shows and even the movie show, Zach to the Future, go to podcastingcouch.podbean.com. Uh, we have a Instagram podcasting underscore couch. Uh, we have a Twitter take it home pod, and uh, yeah, that's all the social media. So uh, we will uh, check you next week, and that's a wrap. Take it.